This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Wendy Presser at Magical Journeys Travel is proud to be a sponsor of the After Dark Podcast Network. Whether you've been to Disney one or a hundred times, there's still lots of planning involved. Let Wendy be the one at midnight when your window opens to get that Be Our Guest reservation or that covers with Anna and Elsa Fast Pass for your own princess. Mention that you've heard this ad on one of our podcasts and get $25 off your deposit with any trip package. Be sure to ask about her generous onboard credits for Disney Cruise Lines as well. Find her on Twitter at WPMagicJourneys or WPMagicJourneys.com. Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm Amanda and I'm going to be your host today and I'm joined by Craig. Wishes! Wrong show. Oh yeah, sorry. Hello! (laughs) And Nick. Wishes! Oh, so wrong show. Oh, I get confused. (laughs) Apologies. I'm just going to apologise for how um, strange I sound today. It's because I caught a case of the plain plague, as I call it. <laughs> so that's where you catch like a cold or a chest infection from a long flight. And so I am struggling right now, but I'm powering through because I want to talk about my trip. She's a little angel sent from heaven to lighten our life with joy. Or, joy or Liverpool. And nasal. <laughs> and phlegm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how I feel. Well, what are you guys drinking today? Well, I'm on the Bud Light. Oh. Um, I'm pissing up against the wall here with Bud Light. I'm losing patience with them. We're expecting a multi-million pound sponsorship deal any day now. But it's what them Americans drink and they're all cray-cray. Well, you know what? Actually, while I was away, ah, the yeah. person I spoke to was like, why do you drink that? Weirdy. Yeah, they were like, as if you are like so into Bud Light, and I was like, why? It's fantastic. Yeah, I actually feel younger when I drink it. <laughs> it's youth serum. Yeah. Oh, I, um... That's why I look so young. <laughs> exactly, she's actually 82, everyone. Yeah. The good news, Perhaps. Craig, um, on, yes. on that sponsorship deal is that, well, not that we've got news on that, but um, I don't know if you've seen, but Chang are not sponsoring Everton next season. Oh no! So that means that they're available. So maybe I'll, I'll get some Chang in and and see what uh, the Anheuser Busch company do. Um, I'm I'm feeling a bit poorly today. Um, I've not been out oh, God. Eat a single thing all day. So I've just had my first meal this evening. Not had anything all day. So I'm on a softies tonight. So I've got some orange tango. Oh, that's different. Mm. That's random. I know. What was your name? Um... Have you been like pooing or vomiting? 
No, I've not. Thankfully, neither. But I've just had like a really, um, you know, like when you get like um kind of like stomach, you feel nauseous. But I've not actually been sick, but just had that feeling in my stomach that something's not quite right. So, so you're um, having a period, basically. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It could, you know, I'm, I could be a late developer. I don't know. You're actually a lady. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Well, I obviously am really sick, but I was trying out a new drink today and I was really drawn to this drink by the packaging. Night nurse. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's called Pandarillo. Ooh. And it's pale ale and the the label on it is really, really cool. It's got like funky masks on it and like the um Statue of Liberty is like a skeleton. It's like it's kind of like the purge. So I'm trying that tonight, but honestly I can't really taste it because I'm just so sick. Oh. So you can't say if it's any good or not, basically. No, no. But I'm going to say 10 out of 10 for packaging. I'm going to light a candle for you tomorrow. Oh, thanks, mate. It's all right, mate. But anyway, I think what's contributed a lot as well to how sick I am is that I was so busy on this trip. Right, so how many days were you there? So I was there for nine days this time. So I usually go for two weeks at least. But this was a shorter trip. And I feel like I packed an awful lot into those nine days and I am exhausted. You literally didn't stop. The Twitter feeds, the Facebook, the Instagrams were flying out of Orlando. You were so busy. Yeah, all the time. I was basically going to the parks at like eight o'clock in the morning for early admission a lot of the days. And then I was doing the park all day and then I was going to downtown Orlando in the night to go to a concert pretty much every night that I was there, basically, and not coming home until like one o'clock in the morning. Oh my goodness. So I was just on the go nonstop. So when you were going to the concerts, what Mm -hmm. was your brother doing? So he came to a few of them with me and then he didn't come to others. So when he wasn't... um, the parks were open a lot later at this time of year, so a lot of the time they were open until like nine o'clock. So he would go and stay at Universal or hang around City Walk or just like kind of walk around the resorts. And going to Orlando, going into downtown Orlando, is that something you've done in the past or are you in the theme park bubble normally when you go? So I'm normally usually totally in the theme park bubble. This was the first time that I'd be into downtown. Now, no, um, one, no one likes downtown, do they? Downtown. Yeah. Like, a few of the nights that we were there, it was pretty cool. But the first night that we flew in, and we were going to a concert, like, literally an hour after we got there. Wow. It was um, Cinco de Mayo. Ah. Or as so, I would call it, uh, Revenge of the Fifth. Yeah. One second, sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, you can edit that bit out. <laughs> no, Amanda. There is no editing going on. He's not the bald-headed buffoon, Amanda. <laughs> I do not strive for perfection. So how far downtown did you... Where Where was the concert? Because I know the, um, the Amway. Is it still called the Amway Centre? Yeah, so it's yeah. pretty much right next to the Amway Centre. Okay, well, that's, I mean, that... So, I mean, downtown Orlando goes on for quite a long time. That mm-hmm. part of downtown Lando is not too bad, but we drove about 20, 30 minutes down the road from that part of Orlando, and it does get pretty rough. 
it was very rough on Cinco de Mayo, like very, very rough. I was pretty scared. Were you? Mm-hmm. Who was looking after you that night? Was it Tim and Brady? No, um, they didn't come with me that night, so it was just me and James. Oh, wow. You see, my spidey sense goes off its head when I um, go into real America. Just scared of it. I'm bleeping. I'm getting messages left, right, and centre. I couldn't work out if you were getting messages left, right, and centre, or that was just your clock. And you upgraded <laughs> no. from the grandfather clock to a digital clock. No, it's not. <laughs> My clock will be chiming, though, in ten minutes. Oh, it's a good indication of how far we're getting into a show. I know. Ish. Ish. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. I'm just dying. Oh, Amanda. I know. Oh, there's me in my ear. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> oh, it's Cra- Craig's dreams come true. I'm listening to myself. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty scary that first night, but it was pretty much just because it was in Good Mayo and it was absolutely packed. There was so much going on. Um, but the rest of the nights that we went, it was it was fine. But I had such troubles with taxi drivers. Oh, they just didn't know where they were going. Oh. And I was like, guys, you live here. This is your city. But what did and you... I'm, not, I'm not going somewhere random. I'm going to the middle of your city. So and so, just remind us who it was you were seeing in concert the first night you were there. It was State Champs on the first night. Who? And then State Champs, so they're a pop-punk band. The, the kind of new-ish. State Champs. State Champs. Okay. And then all the other nights I was seeing my favourites, Newfound Glory. And this was the first time you'd managed to see them in Orlando, wasn't it? Yeah, because usually they they play pretty much every year around September or October time, but it's usually like the weekend that I'm flying home, so I never get to see them in Orlando. Oh my God, the world's biggest spiders just come into the freaking living room. Jesus wept. Hold on, I've I've got to drink my drink so I can put the glass on its head. <gasps> Craig, there's oh. quite a big spider recently, actually. You shared a picture, so I can believe that. Well, it's come back for revenge. <laughs> oh, no. I think it's because I killed its family. Stay there, you bastard. Oh, my God, that's an angry spider. Is it right. trying to climb the glass? It's freaking broke the glass. <laughs> it's holding the glass up to my throat now. Oh, right. Carry on, my fair amount. So, yeah, so I went to see Newfound Glory for the rest of the night, and it was the first time in Orlando. But not the first time in general, because I've actually liked them since I was 12. So I've seen them quite a few times, but it's still always such a fun time to see them. And they were fantastic. Definitely. Even I've heard of Newfound Glory, but I don't know many of their songs, but... I've heard some of it. Since They're absolutely brilliant. And basically, they so they've been around since 1997. So they played six of their biggest albums or earliest albums over three nights. So they basically had to kind of relearn songs that they had maybe never played live before or haven't played live for like 15 or 20 years. Yeah. And it was incredible. That's quite cool. It was awesome. 
one. Did you get to meet them in the at the venue? So I met half the band at the venue one night when um, I was running a little bit late and um, because of the taxi. And I pulled up and two of the guys, um, Cyrus and Ian, were still outside the venue. So I met them then. And then the next day when I was at Universal, um, Tim tweeted me to say that Chad was going to be in the park. And I was like, oh, like it'd be amazing to see him because I've literally... Like, I'll just tell you guys it's a secret. But I've had a crush on Chad since I was, like, 12 years old. We won't tell him. <laughs> yeah, we don't, won't tell nobody him. tell him. Nobody say anything. Um, so then I bumped into him, near Men in Black, so that was cool. Um, did you, did I, you I tried to act cool. Did You'll you giggle? I didn't. No. <sighs> No, I was trying to act super cool. But he's a he's a super nice guy, so it's always nice to see him anyway. Oh, that's nice. I know, that, I'm so happy. That's nice. Yeah. What so, about the concerts? Like, probably the, the other biggest thing that I really loved was the fact that the parks were open until later, so I could see Cinematic Spectacular, which I never, ever get to see in September. I've still what never seen it. Haven't yet? No. Well, it's we... strange to be in the park at night when it's not Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, I can imagine that. Because like, we've... Really weird. We've never done Universal in the dark, really. Only at Halloween Horror Nights. Because having the kids, you're getting them back to the hotel because they're knackered and, and whatever. I was going to say, I don't think... I think when I've been out there, to be honest, because I'm normally there, well... Both times been there been like September October time, so I don't think Universal's been open past about six o'clock anyway because of getting ready for Halloween Horror Night. So the yeah. only time I've, I've done it in the dark is is Halloween Horror Night. Yeah, I'm the same. I think mm. exactly. So it was strange, and it was strange even in the daytime to be walking around and have so much space because there's no scare zones out. Oh yeah. It was really really weird. Even like the hub grass the music stage that was all empty everyone was sitting on the grass it was weird so day one of universal which park did you hit first both all right so every day that i was there i did both parks wowee i know so i headed to off on the first day we went to universal first thing in the morning because the first thing i wanted to do was get a return ticket for fallon how was that just on your phone that was on my phone. I was a bit unsure of how to do it, so I just went over to one of the team members and he showed me how to do it. Um, because first thing in the morning, you can't do it from the um, stands that they have. Right. You can only do it through the app until I think it's about 11 o'clock. Top so, tip, everyone. Top yeah. tip. So he showed me how to do it and it's actually really, really easy. I'll post a screenshot of how to do it if it'll show me um, on our Facebook page. But really, really easy. So then we went to go and ride the mummy until it was our turn to go on it. And I was like the most excited person in the entire world waiting to ride Fallon. I was super, super hyped for it. And so we went in and I was kind of expecting that where all of the memorabilia is and they have like the big peacock light on the ceiling. 
I was expecting that that's where your colour would change. We were kind of hanging around in that room for a little bit until someone came over and was like, actually, no, um, it's upstairs. It will be down here eventually, but for right now, it's upstairs. So we went up and saw the ragtime gals playing. They are so cute. They are adorable. How packed is the, the area while they're playing? That first time, it was pretty packed because they just opened the, the kiosks, so there was a lot of people in there. Um, but it empties out pretty quickly. So I think we waited for maybe about five or ten minutes, and then we went through. Um, so then you go through and you do queue up for a little bit just to actually get into the screen room. But then once you're in there, it's it's pretty quick. The ride's pretty short. It's probably about three minutes long, maybe. But it's so much fun. So what would you describe it as? Because, I mean, obviously we've heard a lot of people describe mm. what the ride is or the, the technology is kind of like. But I'd like to hear your opinion having been on it. Okay. I would say it's kind of a mixture between Despicable Me and Star Tours with a little bit of Sauron. time. Ah. I never went on Jimmy Neutron. So I've never actually been on any of the attractions that have been housed in that building. So I never did... Uh, I think yeah, Fantastic World had already gone. And then it was Jimmy Neutron, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then it was Minions after Jimmy Neutron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, both both times I was there when Jimmy Neutron was open, I didn't I didn't actually go on it. Hmm. Well, it's basically you're sat in a big room in the Tonight Show audience chairs. Yep. And it kind of moves around like Star Tours and the Oh oh oh! Oh, that means it's ten o'clock. It's ten o'clock, guys and girls. It's time for naked podcasting. <laughs> I'm already naked anyway. There you go. So, the room's kind of moving around, and obviously, there's movements on the screen. You've got your 3D glasses. And I just thought it was a super fun, really cute ride. I really enjoyed it. So, it's not an e ticket attraction, but it's a solid addition to the park. Yeah, definitely. And I, I did go on it a few times, but I went on it about four or five times. So, it's definitely re rideable. I'd heard a lot of people say that they wouldn't go on it again. It's like a one-time thing. But I went on it quite a few times, and I really enjoyed it. I don't see the point in flying halfway across the world to get over there to do something once and go, "Ah, I've done it now. If you're there for a limited time, you've got to use your time. Exactly, that's it. And it, it was so, so hot as well last week. It was crazy hot. It hadn't rained for a long time. It was like 35, 36 degrees every single day. And being in there in the air conditioning was amazing. Did you get to sit on the couches and charge your phone? I didn't charge my phone, um, but I did get to sit on the couches. I got to meet Hashtag. I love Hashtag. So that was super fun. A little dance, didn't you? We did a little dance. I loved it. Oh. You should buy a, a hashtag outfit. Well, right. I had this conversation with a girl that works in the shop 
because yeah. when they opened the ride first and they were doing the soft openings, I am 99% sure that they had a hashtag costume. You did? Yeah, exactly. video, So I went in and I was like, to the first time I wrote it, I didn't see hashtag. And I was like, okay, I really want to buy the hashtag costume. Um, so where is it? And she was like, oh, we didn't sell that. And I was like, yeah, you do. I've seen it. And she was like, no, we've never sold that. And I was like, yes, you have. You have 100% sold this because I'm so positive that Kyle from View from the Cheap Seats bought it. I think that it was him. But I know for certain that they were selling it. And she was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Weird. I know. And I was like, you did. And she was like, it's so hot here. Why would we sell that? And I was like, I don't know why you'd sell it, but you did sell it. <laughs> don't mess with Amanda. I was like, I, I know that you sold it. And at the time, I was with um, Johnny from Hauntsian. And he was like, no, I can't see them selling it. And I was like, yes, I'm not crazy. They did sell it. Well, are you not crazy? Are you sure about that? I'm a little bit crazy, but they sold it. <laughs> they did sell it. I'm going to make it my mission to screen capture Tim Tracker's vlog. Look, hang on a second, though. Let's let's think about this for a second and about Amanda's supposed craziness, right? So you have got this delusion in your head that there was a hashtag to Panda Caution, which no one knows anything about. And then, you know, let's rewind a few months ago and you was coming out with these outlandish claims of there being UFOs that you could ride in on the ET attraction. And where is the proof for either of these two things? I rest my case. Honestly, the ET thing drives me mental. <laughs> mental. To the point where I was meeting people that worked for Universal and I was like, please, 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 help me to find these pictures because they existed. And they're all going, really? Really? They I'm must like, have yes. known. Yes, they did. Did anyone on the ride... Um, who's worked there a long time. Did they have any... Well, everyone that I spoke to that worked on the ride seemed to be very young. Oh, I hate young people. And had no idea what I was talking about. I was trying to buy... People who ride ET a lot will know what I'm talking about when I say this. But on the counter in the ET store, they have a, a figure kind of thing. And it's all the toys from ETs, from the ET cupboard. So it's like the doll and the bear and things like that and E.T. And um, it's like a collectible type of thing. And I was like, so can I can I buy one of these? And they were like, what? What? I was like, can I, can I buy this? And she was like, well, um, no, I didn't think so. And I was like, can you ask someone then? Because like, I really want to buy it. And she was like, I don't really know what it is. And I was like, turn around and look at the cupboard. That's what this is. It's a model of it. And she was like, oh, I think you're just a really big E.T. fan. Is that a thing? People who ride E.T. a lot? Is that actually a thing, is it? Here's a thing. Here's a thing. But apparently they don't sell it. They also weren't selling. So some people that follow me on Twitter will know that my iPhone 6 broke just before I went away. Yep. So I had to buy an iPhone 7 Plus. Oosh. I know, is it expensive? And I always have an ET phone case. Since they started bringing out these phone cases, I've always had, for every phone that I've had, an ET phone case. Not for the 7 Plus, I bet. Not for the 7 Plus. They do it for the 6S Plus. 
Well, they don't do it for the 7 Plus, and the camera hole is too small. To be to be honest, though, like I've noticed a lot with Disney are the same, in uh, they seem to be about a year behind the curve. I think yeah. they make so many phone cases when a new phone comes out that they have so much stock laying about that they just decide not to release. You know, when you look at all the manufacturers release phone cases within weeks of a new iPhone coming out, for example. Did they have iPhone 7 cases? They had regular iPhone 7, but they just didn't have the 7 Plus. Uh, but then okay. they have machines where you can make your own phone case using universal images. But they didn't have any ET. Oh, what does that say about like, the long time future of the ride? Um, I've heard that um, it's staying. Mm. Did people so, ever come to you in your dreams, yeah. floating above your bed like a ghost from Christmas Carol? Yep, yeah, that's what happened. It, but that's, it's that's a, a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> that right there's a lie. And I tell you why? Because Steve doesn't like heights. <laughs> He can't float anymore. No, he crawled along the floor to me in my dream. <laughs> like a zombie. <laughs> He's like, Amanda, E.T. stay in, and I'll get you your phone case, girl, don't worry. He's from Bootle. Yeah. So I don't have an E.T. phone case anymore, and I'm, I'm pretty upset about it. Um, But I did email Universal, and they said they're just not printing them just now. So don't worry, people. We'll get E.T. phone cases soon, maybe. Hope. Now you got to um, breathe the same air as Matt Corn. I did. Oh my god, he is adorable. Adorable. Is he taller than you or smaller than you? He's an awful lot taller than me. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. But most people are because I am tiny. But he is the nicest guy ever. Did you get... Oh, you didn't give him a badge, did you? No, I didn't take my bag with me that day. But, um, <gasps> honestly, the the nicest guy. Is he a listener? Um, I think that he's listened to us before. Did he know who you were? Yeah. No. Yeah. So who met who? Um, He tweeted me something then I don't remember what he tweeted me and I was like where are you like I've been dead excited to meet you and then um I met up with another one of my friends and they had texted him to say where we were and then he came and mouse oh my goodness oh my god did you smell him um no <laughs> what was his hair did his hair feel nice I didn't touch his hair. God, Craig, get a room. I know. Craig, stop making Matt Corn think that I'm weird, I'm normal. This is why, why when you ask a man, has he listened to the show before? Yes, he's listened to the show before. Not he's a listener, he's listened to the show before. You basically scared off the corn. He's listened to the show with his attorney. (gasps) Oh my God, I just realised. When Matt Corn... Uh, starts a family if he's if he wants to start a family if he starts a family and no has pressure a few kids, no pressure yeah no pressure if he has some kids would they be the children of the corn oh that's a clue for this year's halloween horror night <laughs> yeah but he this... is genuinely so nice he's such a lovely person every person pretty much that i met while i was away um were wonderful i had so much fun with everybody 
That's awesome. Yeah. So, more importantly, let's let's kind of go back to this because you had a very big secret on this trip. Oh, yes. So, let's so, start with that. Well, not, not start with that. Let's go back to that. Okay. So, for a very long time, I've been keeping a secret that I was going to surprise my little brother and take him to Florida with me. So, he hadn't been to Florida for 10 years. Last time he went was 2007. So... I did, I did film this, so it will be on YouTube, but I don't think that filmed it very well because it was a pretty exciting moment. But basically, we went to the airport and he thought that he was coming to just see me off at the airport because I was going by myself and I was scared. So he walked me up to the door of the airport and I was like, oh, wait, let me just double check that I've got everything before you leave me. I went through my bag and then... I took my passport out and I was like, oh my God, James, I've brought your passport instead of mine by accident. And I started freaking out. And he's like, oh no, what are you going to do? We'll have to ring Ash. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to have to bring Ash and tell her to bring my passport. And so I was freaking and freaking and freaking. And then I pulled my actual passport out and he was like, oh, you've got it. Why have you got two? And I was like, oh, well, you may as well keep that and just come with me. And he was like, <laughs> that's funny. And I was like, no, really. <laughs> and he was just so emotional. It was crazy. It was so funny. Oh, did he cry? He, I think he was trying not to, but he looked like he was going to cry. Oh, good lad. I know, he, he was trying to be tough. But um, he was so excited. And, you know, he hasn't been for 10 years. So, so much at Universal's changed in those 10 years. Like... No Twister, no Disaster. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. He'd never seen the Simpsons area. Jaws. Exactly. So he hadn't seen anything of Harry Potter. Now, was he, like, when you, like, said, right, you're getting on this plane with me, did he take it well? He was just like, oh, my God. Like, I, I don't even know what I'm going to do. What about my clothes? And I was like, it's fine. See this other suitcase? That's yours. Got your stuff in it. And he was like, what? But he was just, he was really excited, but really emotional. I think he was just super in shock. Oh, that's I don't think it hit him until we actually landed. And then when we were like driving through Orlando to get down to Cabana Bay, he was like, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm actually here. So are you like, because obviously we know how close you are with your sister. Are you as close to your, your brother? And this isn't to start a fight, don't get me wrong. <laughs> But, you know, what's your relationship like with your brother anyway? We're not as close as me and Ash are because mm. he's a, quite a little bit younger than me. He is um, 20. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously he was the only boy. So You're it was, getting on a bit now, aren't you, Gail? And I'm an old-timer now. Um, so me and Ash are definitely a lot closer. And he has lived um, away in the Lake District for quite a while too. Mm. So I don't really get to spend an awful lot of time with him anymore. And obviously, because I moved away quite a while ago as well, um, I just don't really get to see him as much. So it was nice to be able to spend a week with him, just me and him. Yeah, that's awesome. But he absolutely loved it. He was blown away by Harry Potter. He loved Kong. He couldn't get over how great Kong was. I was like, that wasn't your first time on Kong, was it? You went on it last October, didn't yeah. you? I went on it last year, but I'm a massive fan of Kong anyway. I Obviously, I feel the same way that others do, that 
you know we've got quite a lot of screen based rides but i'm i'm not negative about that i think sometimes to to pull off an effect that you need in the ride sometimes you do need to do it with a screen yeah you don't need a 30 foot animatronic or anything you know well, I mean, you know, the, the Kong at the end is awesome. I think it's it's real, it's a really, really good animatronic. And I think the theming of the ride's amazing. I think all the set design's amazing. The the Skull Island um, gate absolutely blows me away every time I see it. It's fantastic. And he felt the same, so I was really glad that he liked it. I, I do get very jealous. I would love to go on Kong. I'd love to go back before they knock Kong down to build something else, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, oh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one you, day. You never know, old Bean. I'll have to, I'll have to just keep uh, asking for the fairy godmother to, uh, to visit. Um, so so what else? I kind of put, took you off track there. So what else was you going to talk about? Um. So my Volcano Bayview. <gasps> I was blown away when I got into my room. Basically, before I went away, I always email any hotel that I stay in before I go just to say, like, can I have, like, a a specific type of room? And I'd emailed, yeah, clean. <laughs> I'd emailed Cabana Bay before I went away to ask if the towers were going to be open because I hadn't seen an opening date anywhere for them. I spoke about it on here a while ago. Mm. saying how there was just no opening date anywhere so i'd emailed them asking if there was an opening date and if it was going to be open could i request a room in there because the room type that i'd booked was a pool slash volcano mb room and they didn't email me back so i was like okay well fair enough it mustn't be open so when i was checking in the girl at the front desk um rabia she was fantastic was like do you want a specific type of view and I was like I really wouldn't like a pool view I'd really like um some kind of a park view if it's possible um or if the towers are open I'd really like the same one of the towers and she was like no they're not open yet because they're not finished so I was like right okay fair enough um I just don't really want a pool view room then so any kind of park view is fine so she went away and then when she came back she was like Oh, so you emailed before you came? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay, I'll put you in a tower, but it <gasps> is finished. So it will be quite loud. And I was like, that's fine. Um, that, like, I'd, at least then I can review the, the new tower room, so that's fine. So she was like, I don't know what kind of view you're going to have. You might not have any kind of view. And I was like, okay, it doesn't matter. So Cabana Bay is a very, very big hotel. It's, I would kind of describe it as three different hotels in one because yes. you've got all of the, um, like the family suites are kind of like, um, like motel style. And then you've got the regular rooms, which are in just like regular rooms. And then you've got the towers. So it's, it's a very, very, very big hotel. So it took quite a while for us to walk down to the tower. And the whole, the whole entire time that we were walking up to it, I was like, the towers look amazing but I, I feel like I'm just going to have a really rubbish view now. But that doesn't matter because I'm not going to be in the hotel much anyway. So then I opened my hotel room door and all I could see from these like gigantic 20-foot windows is Volcano Bay. And it was ridiculous. 
I was so emotional about it. I was like, oh my god, I've never seen this side of the volcano before. Like, this is incredible. And it was literally like I was, like, the room is pretty much inside a volcano bay. It's mental. And could you literally see little workmen still working around it? All day and all night. They worked so hard. And I'm not even joking, they actually worked for the entire way through the night. Did they? Yeah. Some yeah, they're of... working so hard to get it finished. You seen the fountain there, the waterfalls coming down, didn't you? Yeah, On... every time they were testing anything, we saw it happen. So we saw them fill the wave pool and test the waves. We saw them test the waterfalls, test the slide that comes down from um, the volcano. The only thing that I didn't see was... Um, they apparently were testing a few weeks ago with the volcano erupting. <gasps> I didn't see any of that. But everything else I saw, and it looks incredible. Mm. So that will be, I suppose that will be open by the time you go back anyway, won't it? Yeah, so that's opening on the 25th of this month, so they don't really have a long time left to finish it. But... Everything does look pretty much almost done now. But it just looks like such a fun park. I'm so jealous. Are they testing the slides and stuff? Are they, like, putting people down them or what? How are they doing that? I didn't see them testing um, people, but I did see um, them taking, like, the rafts up and stuff like that, and I saw people in the wave pool. I think that they were just maybe testing... um, like maybe the depth or something, I'm not too sure. People who've donated the bodies to medical science. <laughs> Just yeah, all these corpses right. floating. <laughs> yeah, but it looks absolutely so, so good. It's going to be amazing. And um, I got an annual pass this year. So they gave me the option of upgrading my annual pass for $99. So that I could add Volcano Bay onto it. Okay. But I didn't do it. Oh, why? Um, Because Ash isn't really into water parks. So if we go to Volcano Bay, we're probably only going to go one time in September. And a one-day ticket right now is like $70. Oh, yeah, okay. Pretty, um, pretty majestic. It did look absolutely phen- phenomenal. It was awesome, and honestly, as soon as I put it on Twitter, like my phone didn't stop for like two days straight because everyone was like, "Oh my god, what?" You must have done some tweeting on this holiday, I tell you, girl. I didn't stop because they just kept doing like fun stuff with well, like with Volcano Bay. So I was tweeting that out, and then I was tweeting out like with all the fun people that I was meeting. So I didn't stop. So you've actually done a review of the room for your channel. Yeah. Oh, that will. My, you know, Stuart, my mate, he uh-huh. did Butlins, I think, in Skegness. Skeggy. Skeggy. I'm sure it was Skeggy Butlins, and he did a review of his room, and he's is on. It's on YouTube. I'll find it. I'll share it. And um, that's about all he's ever done on YouTube. This one video. Oh really? And it's had hundreds upon hundreds and hundreds of hits. Wow, that's good. So you doing this room with that view 
you'll you'll be a millionaire in YouTube money. <laughs> Honestly, if people are thinking of going to Volcano Bay and then not going to stay in Cabana Bay, I think you're silly. Like you need to stay in Cabana and you need to stay in one of those tower rooms, and that'll just make your experience so much better. Is that that's the first time you stayed in Cabana Bay, isn't it? Yeah. Usually, I'm a little bit like down on Cabana Bay, um, because Ash usually does stay there, and I'm usually like, oh, like it's not my favourite. Um, but it was fantastic. I can't fault anything about it, and it was warm. Oh. I usually complain that it's always cold in there, but it was actually warm this time, so it's fine. It is a beautiful hotel. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. The staff are amazing. The characters are always around in the lobby. It was so fun. Did you manage to see any robots? No, I didn't, and I was so upset. Oh. I know. I was like, that's all I wanted out of life was to see these robots and not <sighs> seeing them. So have you never seen? Have you never seen? Optimus or Bumblebee or Megatron? Well, I've seen them, but I haven't seen the fancy Cabana Bay ones. Oh, I didn't realise Cabana Bay had robots. Yeah, like... they, they were testing them a couple of months ago, and then they were doing it again maybe about a week or two before I left. But oh. I didn't see them. So what's what's that? Then? What do they do then? I like... think it's kind of like a, a concierge type thing. Oh, Okay. So well, if you want any extras, little uh, sex robot. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe. Do you, it's when you order a bit of food in it or whatever, and um, do you just stick it in the rest in the mm-hmm. robot and it, it drives up to your room and knocks on the door for you? I have actually no idea what they do. That's why I was so desperate to see them. But... They weren't out, so I don't know whether that means that they've just finished doing the testing or whether they just decided that they didn't want to use them. But everything else about the hotel was amazing. The Lazy River was gorgeous. That was probably one of the funnest days I had because it's it's quite rare that I do spend time by the pool because I'm very pale. It's a waste of a day, isn't it? That's how I feel. I feel like I'm wasting my day and I'm just going to burn. So it's it's quite rare that I do spend time around the pool, but I knew that if I didn't have some kind of chill day, I was definitely going to wear myself out. Um, so on the first night of Newfound Glory, I just spent the day. I walk, I went down to I Drive. I went and picked some things up from Walgreens, um, and then walked up to the I, and then I just went back to the pool. And if you book your holiday with Virgin Holidays you get two free um, dinghies, like tubes, for the Lazy River. Otherwise, you have to pay for them, and they're about $10 each. But if you book with Virgin Holidays, you get two free. And if you book with Virgin Holidays, you get a complimentary cocktail. Mm. So that's good. Did you get welly this holiday? You know what? I didn't this time. That's good. I know. but I feel like it was because... I really was so excited to see Newfound Glory. And basically, for those that don't know who they are, they they tend to play pretty big venues. So And they'll, they'll sell them out. So there'll be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people at these venues. But they are from Florida. And they basically used to play in this really tiny venue in downtown Orlando. Um, years ago when they first started so as a kind of like nostalgic type of thing 
they played in this venue now. So I think the max capacity of this venue was about 200 people. It was very, very small. And I just kind of wanted to be, to be able to appreciate it without being drunk. So I didn't get drunk. Sensible. That's old age, that. I know. Yeah, I'm just too old to drink now. Bog-eyed Boston is a thing of the past. I know. I did I did get my um, drink that shall not be named from Hogsmeade, though. Um, and I did have a little bit of Bud Light. Oh. But that's all. Very sensible. And who won the um, Men in Black Challenge? Oh, right. Basically, every time that I'd meet somebody, I challenged them to play Men in Black. Yeah. So every person that I met, like, I challenged them. And I'm not very good at playing gun games. Like, I've just never been good at it. Ash is the one that's good at it. But I met up with Joey and Mikey from Magic City Mayhem. And Joey taught me how to play Men in Black properly. So all the secrets that Ash knew that she never told me, Joey told me. Ah. So oh, now dear. I'm an absolute champ at Men in Black and I beat everybody at Men in Black. Isn't it just a poor it's... man's Buzz Lightyear, though? You know what? Mm. I think it's better than Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, I do. I think Buzz Lightyear is better than Disneyland Paris than Buzz Lightyear. I don't know what the one's like in Disneyland Paris, but I feel like the one in our Disney... Um, is a little bit tired now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas well, Men Black sometimes has that feeling, like it could probably do with a, a little bit of an update, but it's still really, really fun. So it's funny you say that because um, Buzz Lightyear in Disneyland Paris opened up about seven years after. Mm. And the building, I think, was a bigger building than what they've got. I can't remember the Magic Kingdom that one that well, actually, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm almost certain the Paris versions are longer attraction from what i remember you in men in black you know when you've hit the target yeah and it's the same in buzz lightyear and disneyland paris but it's not in the buzz lightyear in walt disney world oh, so like, they, they don't have anything that lights up i don't think so okay interesting now they don't it just kind of changes your score on the on the screen but you don't actually know that you've hit yeah. it but I'm in and back, it makes a noise and the, the gun flashes. Um, so, yeah, I learned all the tricks. And so, whereas before, I was lucky to get maybe 20,000. I was getting, like, 300,000 this time. Oh, come on. Yeah, I'm super good at it now, so I challenged every single person that I met to play men in black with me. And sometimes I won, sometimes I didn't. But before, I would have always lost, so I feel like that's an achievement. You're going down, Ash. Yeah, I've warned her. I was like, listen, girl, I'm dead good at this now, so you're going down. Boom. Exactly. So I'm excited for September now because I'm going to be there for an awful lot longer. I'm going to be there for like 20 days in September. So that means I can beat more people. I don't think my phone will take all your tweets for 20 days. I know, I don't think it will either. I was very happy. Do you... um... So you went there for nine days, uh-huh. and am I, you you didn't leave Universal really, did you? Over that that nine day period. No, I just said Universal. I did contemplate going to Sea World, but um, basically the cost of a one day Sea World ticket is the same as it is for a fourteen day Sea World ticket. Oh, 
So I decided against it because I literally, I'm, I, I love SeaWorld because I love I love some of the things that they do with conservation and I love the rides at SeaWorld, but there's some things at SeaWorld that I just really don't like. Um, so basically when I go to SeaWorld now, it's purely to realistically go on the rides. Uh-oh. Dramatic bong. Realistically to go on all the rides. <laughs> bong. Yeah, but I basically felt like a hundred it wasn't worth a hundred dollars for me to go and just spend the morning riding Manta and Miko. Yeah, nice. I think that's completely understandable. Yeah. Okay, so I, I didn't go. I just stayed at Universal. And you know what? It was actually I've been to Orlando before and just done Universal by itself for two weeks. So I knew that it was going to be fine for me to go for the nine days and go to Universal pretty much every day. Um, but would you say two weeks is too long just to be there and it depends kind of go out? What you want out of it, like I, I really, really like Universal because I think it's a very chilled out park. Mm. So I enjoyed this time that I could just kind of walk around and I didn't feel like I had to go on every single ride straight away and do everything and I could just spend the morning at Universal and then go over to Ireland and then come back to Universal later on in the night. Mm-hmm. I just took it really chilled. So it's it's nice to do that. Maybe two weeks is a little bit too much if you're not doing anything else at all. But again, it, it I, I felt like it was fine. It depends what you want out of it. Mm. I think there's potentially enough stuff to keep you going yeah uh, especially with the, the third gate open uh, that is Volcano Bay but uh, I don't know uh, yeah you can of course you can the Malabies did it for three months I think but I think the thing is like for me you know if you look at Disney World you've got six gates mm-hmm. you've, got, you've got four main gates and two minor gates um, Universal has got two gates and a minor gate opened up at the end of the day a water park is not a main gate you know Mate, no matter how it's, much it's not just a water park no Honestly, I, I, the I know, I know. but the thing is like a theme park is something for everybody a water park has a couple of things for everybody and and, and that's it like there's not enough variety in, in a water park generally you know, I'm not a big fan of massive slides. So there are some slides that I would go on in a water park, but I probably wouldn't go on the, the biggest slides. And I enjoy a lazy river. But I probably wouldn't... To me, if I'm going out to Orlando, I wouldn't spend two or three days going to water parks. I might mm-hmm. spend a, a day or a couple of half days at water parks, but I wouldn't want to spend entire days there. So I just don't feel... And it, Personally, I just don't feel that two weeks at Universal would give me enough to not want to go and visit other parks. And they're not designed for that, really. Um, you know, just because of what's what's in them. Uh, yes, of course, there's repeatability, but um, that, that's just me. I think I'd want to go and see SeaWorld or Busch Gardens or, of course, Disney. But your time's limited, so you it's it's careful planning i mean i think the last time i went to universal i think we spent about three days there mm-hmm. and, in that, and you know potter just opened so he's conscious of that and everything but in that three days we've done everything we wanted to uh you know 
multiple times in most cases and we were content um but that's because we was also at disney so yeah exactly i do think it just depends entirely on what you want out of it and how you want to take your holiday but i think when they get a third gate the different story yeah exactly like i purely went to orlando in may like seriously purely just to go and see newfound glory that's the only reason that i went and i could it worked out that i could get an annual pass for universal for not much more than it was going to cost me for my 14 day ticket in september mm-hmm. so then it just happened that i could go to universal for the week too i did look into disney to maybe go for one day but again like we we get such a good deal in england and i think that we take that for granted sometimes yeah how good of a deal we get on disney tickets but for me to go to disney for one day it was basically going to cost like 150 pounds each for one part one day i think we do and we don't because i think the thing is is you know the difference we've got is that people generally don't go to disney for five days Mm-hmm. They go. For, they normally go for at least two weeks, if not longer. Whilst yeah. most Americans that vacay don't have two weeks to be able to go to theme parks in one sitting, mm-hmm. so they will go for a shorter period. So, I think, I mean, we do get a good deal, but I think it's because the, the packages are normally for two weeks, so they have to be yeah. competitive. Um, if you know, if it, we were nearer, then we probably wouldn't get the the deal that we get just wouldn't make sense exactly but it just it didn't make any kind of financial sense for me to to spend that money for just one day especially when usually when i go to disney i i do it the same way that i do universal so i don't stay at one park for one day i hop around different parks that's just how i like doing it because i've been so many times i know what i want to go on and what i don't want to go on and i skip out the stuff that i'm not really interested in so I do like going between the parks. And with that particular ticket, I would have been stuck with just purely staying in one, one park for the whole day. And it just didn't seem like it was worth it. No, no, I'd, I'd agree. So you, you mentioned there about things that you, you skipped. So as somebody that's not gone to Universal uh, for quite a while and doesn't appear to be going anytime soon, um, what rides would you... Um, what would those rides be that you wouldn't kind of choose to go on in that time period? Okay, so this time I didn't go on, I didn't um, go on Terminator. <gasps> because I just, it's not my favourite. And I don't, um, like nothing against people that work in there because they're all fantastic performers and I like I do enjoy watching them. But I feel like it, it does eat up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. because the pre-show is pretty long and then the show itself is pretty long you can have a nice sleep in there you can't have but, a nice sleep in there you can have a disturbed loud. <laughs> but, but because I had so much to do I was like okay this is going to take up maybe like 30-40 minutes of my day mm. and I don't really have that time for something that I'm not really into um, so I didn't, I didn't do that James did because he likes it. So he did that on a day that I was doing something else. Um, and I didn't do Shrek. Yeah. Because I'm also not into Shrek. I like yeah. Shrek, but I've... I mean, I've... I, I think with Terminator, it's one of those things where, because of the interactivity, because it's got 
people performing, I would go and choose to watch that again. But with Shrek, it's kind of like a glorified 10-minute film mm-hmm. that acts as a sequel between Shrek and Shrek 2. Like, it bridges that gap. So it's not even like it's a, a truly original story or something. So I'm, I'm with you. I don't think I'd, I'd waste time doing that. Did you do um, the Simpson attractions? So not to wrap no. Simpsons ride. I'm talking about the things next door. Okay, so we we did. Um, we went to Moe's. We went to Duff Gardens. Um, we didn't eat in the food court. Um, but like, I'm I'm not really into the food that's in there anyway, except for in the like Lisa's bit. Um, I didn't go on the Simpson ride because I really, really don't like it. James did because obviously he's never been on it before. Mm. He thought that it was good because he likes the Simpsons, but he misses Back to the Future. Which I yeah. think is a lot of people's opinions, to be honest. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I think they're going to bring Back to the Future back in a different format. Do yeah. Yeah. I really do. At some point soon, third gate maybe, fourth gate, whatever you want to call it, or within Universal. Like like they've honoured Kong, I think they'll honour Back to the Future. I do. I don't see I'd love to, but I don't I don't see it. Um unless they I make think... like a DeLorean roller coaster or something like that. I just <laughs> don't know what else they could they could do. I think they've got to be conscious that they're ripping the heart out of Every time they take something out, a little bit of their history goes and we're down, down to the point where it's a horror makeup show and um, E.T. Is, is all that's left, basically. But at the same time, you've got to remember that this isn't Universal Studios that are pulling the strings. It's actually uh, Comcast. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of cash to be made from... Um, sentimentality is that a word yeah yeah and I, uh, I i do agree but i don't know if they realize you know at the end of the day like when you're owned by it's different for disney because disney own their parks or you know are, are in charge of their parks but with universal they're now owned by a corporation so that corporation is about right what's making money what can we do to capitalize on it hence we need to buy it. We need to build a new uh, Fast and Furious attraction because that franchise is making money. Be silly not to. Um, you know, they've got a new Mummy film coming out. And yes, the Mummy attraction that's there is based on the, um, the original remake from the 90s. But, you know, in, in a way they can kind of tie in. And let's be honest, Kong isn't in Universal Studios because of nostalgia. Kong is there because at the time they announced it, they were making a new Kong film. Mm-hmm. You know that was that was going to be Universal Pictures' release, and it, in the end, they obviously didn't didn't release it. But that was corporate synergy, right there. That wasn't down to nostalgia, unfortunately. Um, uh, well, is there any sort of nods to the original Kong ride at the new Kong ride, like in the gift shop or anything? No. No, okay. It doesn't yeah. just have a gift shop. Oh, eh? A, a ride without a gift shop? It has a um a stand outside. Oh. But it doesn't have a gift shop. Because um, 
I mean, there is um, a Kong statue, isn't there, in The Mummy? Mm-hmm. Which uh, I think I spotted one of the times that I went on there, um, in that first room. But, um, yeah, I think that's the only kind of tribute that's there. I, I'm sure they've got an E.T. one in the Hollywood version as well. I don't know. I think so, because that, that's obviously what replaced... That's what they replaced E.T. with in, in Hollywood, is The Mummy. I'm sure there's a there's either a statue of oh. ET or or some kind of image in the hieroglyphics or something. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's a tribute to ET there. What did you eat in the uh, Monster Cafe? Pizza. So uh, I get pizza and then um, they sell chili cheese fries. So I get chili cheese fries without the chili because obviously I can't eat chili. Um, so yeah, I get cheese fries and gigantic pizza. Why can't you eat chili? Because it's meat. Oh, chili, chili, not yeah, like chili, I, chili. I eat chili. Um, <laughs> oh, so yeah. much chili. Yeah. So yeah, I get like cheese fries and a gigantic pizza. I love Monster Cafe. Well, me and Stuart is in it, and it's a fantastic <laughs> venue. But we had the, it was like the. Um, a bit of a buffet, but it was meat and vegetables and mashed potato and all that type of stuff. And it must have been the end of the day. They were getting ready to shut because it was dreadful. Oh, no. But the venue, the, the place inside is so, it was empty. There was about four people in there and it's so underused. And it was, yeah. it was such a nod to all the classics. Exactly. It's honestly my favourite place in the whole of Universal. Um, like, well, everyone knows anyway that I'm really, really big on the classic Universal monsters, and so I just find it dead fascinating to be in there anyway. Even if I wasn't eating, I'd just go in there to get a drink. But I absolutely love it, and I love pizza, so I'm not bothered that I can only eat pizza in there, so it's fine. I've made a rule in life that I don't trust anyone that doesn't like pizza. That's a good rule to have. Mm. It's a very good rule to have. But the pizza in there is, like, the size of my body. It's giant. You're tiny, though. Well, like, imagine an amount-sized pizza slice, because that's what it is. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that's where I ate pretty much most days that I was at Universal, just because it's really quick, and I know that I like it, and I can just get in and get out. Did you do any vlogging in there? I did a little bit in there. Um, but I, I did feel a little bit awkward because everybody's just eating around me, and I was like, I promise, I'm not, I'm not filming you eating. I'm not being weird. I'm just trying to film the stuff that's on the wall behind you. Oh. I'm like, okay then. What's the best thing that you vlogged while you were over there? Um, that you're excited to share with us. Oh, I'm excited to see to show everybody. Um, when I surprised James at the airport, that was good. And I vlogged um, walking into Diagon Alley with James for the first time. Yeah. So he'd never seen anything at all about it, even on the internet. Like, he'd purposely stayed away from it all. Like, because obviously when you're not going and you don't think you're going to go again, like, it's going to upset you. So over the years, he's purposely stayed away from looking at it. And so when we got there, I was like what like what do you know is different and he was like I don't know anything 
Like, I've like, it's not had anything at all to do with Universal or Disney since 2007. Brilliant. So that means that he's never listened to any of our podcasts. <laughs> well, <laughs> but he he was listening to us um, on the plane. I just, you know what? We should have thought about that. We should have asked to see if he wanted to come on because it would be nice to have heard his his version of of the story. Well, like, I might story. I might get him to come on for maybe just half an episode and just like tell us things that um he really enjoyed because obviously he's he's going to see things in a different way than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah and it's good not? for me to see the way that he was reacting to things. So yeah, I know that you. I get really excited about things and I'm sometimes I feel like maybe I'm a bit too positive about things that parks do because I don't like talking about any negative things about the parks. But I I would talk about how fantastic I thought Kong was and then I took him on Kong and seeing his reaction to it, I was like, yes, like, yes. <laughs> and him walking into Diagon Alley and seeing everything that was in there, he was just blown away by it. It was fantastic. Oh, that's good. I know. So they're yeah. probably my favourite bits that I recorded. Like like I said in the beginning, I didn't I didn't record as much as I would have liked to while I was away, but I was just very, very busy. Um, but the things that I did record, I'm excited for people to see because it is things like James seeing things that he's never seen before. Oh, fantastic. Get busy then, girlfriend, and get them out there. I know. I need Stop to get being out. sick. That's... That's the vlogs, by the way. That's the vlogs. You mean get the vlogs out there? <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, no. Ask because I mean the thing is, like, you know, I completely appreciate that um, some people really don't want to be on podcasts. Um, you know, I've got friends who I constantly try and get on the podcast because um, I think they're entertaining, but also they go to the parks a lot. Like they go over to Orlando at least twice a year. At the moment, they're actually in California for the, only the second time. They, uh, they go oh, wow. to Disneyland. Um, they won't go to Ho- Universal Hollywood because um, his wife his wife doesn't like Universal. She's just completely Disney obsessed. Um, oh. But they will be but they'll be spending time in, in Disneyland. Um, but I've tried to ask them to come on before and they're like, oh no, I really don't fancy it. And, you know, I get it. But certainly, you know, ask if he, if he would. And, at the end of the day, if he is willing for you to have a conversation with him, then you know we can record that without any any of us on on the show, and we'll just drop it in as you know um, an interview during an episode, whatever whatever works for him really. But it'd be cool. yeah, we'll definitely do something because it it'd be cool for people to hear the things that he has to say about it as well. Yes, yeah, definitely. And he can tell everyone what a nightmare I am while I'm away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was there anything else, Craig, that you wanted to to ask about Boston? Or no, I just wanted to get back, get well soon. Oh, thanks, mate. It's okay, mate. I know that I've been like I've been really coffee and I'm like really nasal because I can't breathe right now. Um, so I'm sorry that I sound really weird, but I feel like I powered through and I tried. Well, you, you're I'm also like... still jet lagged and you've yeah. come, you're coming down off your boss holiday. And yes. I was so depressed to come home, you know. It does. It hits your heart. It hits your big style. It does. And you know what, right? It, it, the weather was absolutely gorgeous the entire time. And then on the last day, we um, we left our suitcases in Cabana Bay and we went over to Universal. 
and it was pretty cloudy but I was kind of glad because I am really pale and that like I, I was burning I couldn't handle the heat anymore um but about 15 minutes before we needed to leave it started raining like crazy like the heaviest rain that I've seen since like the hurricane wow it was crazy raining because it hadn't rained for like a month that's quite um worrying that why it was because it's 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 a rainy place it well, just rains yeah oh sorry you didn't affect so rain. Dry, yeah. there was so many fires happening like wildfires all around the state because it it's just florida's not used to being so dry so it was like a very very dry heat and it was like at times pretty uncomfortable so i was glad there was a bit cloudy but we obviously needed to get back to cabana bay everybody was running out of the park it was like three o'clock in the afternoon they turned the boats off so we couldn't get the boat to sapphire falls like what we were usually doing and everybody was running for the buses so we were like if we try and wait in that line we're going to miss our flight so we had to walk from city walk to cabana bay which is a 20 minute walk by the way yeah i timed it on my live podcast didn't i yeah craig knows craig knows very well i beat the bus but we were drenched nice like i may as well have just jumped into the lagoon and so by the time we got back to the hotel i had five minutes until we were getting picked off Oh, and had to quickly try and get some clothes and get changed. Because also, just one last thing I wanted to mention was that I believe I saw a picture of you um, drenched after being on Jurassic Park, after talking about how you could either be lucky or unlucky with it. Yeah, that's it. It's such a hit or miss ride. And usually I don't tend to buy a poncho for Jurassic Park because I think probably not going to really get wet on it anyway but sometimes you will get wet so I bought a poncho because I knew that I was getting my flight in the afternoon and I thought if, I, if it's one of those days where I'm going to get soaked the last thing that I want to do is be walking around in soaked denim shorts all day so I bought a poncho and I was sat in the front row because some girl came out of the queue and was like I don't want to sit in the front row can we switch and I was like yeah it's fine I sat next to a kid and he was like eight or nine and he was like hey science says that you don't ever get wet in the front row and I was like I think you're lying that's not Uh science (laughs) and he's like no seriously because because of some science thing the front row gets the least wet so you'll be fine I don't know why you even bought a poncho you stupid and I was like oh cheers mate so then we come down the hill and I'm trying to keep the hood of the poncho over my head, but the wind's got into it, so it's just flying off my head. And then this water just slaps me in the face. Oh, did it slap the eight-year-old boy, though? Yeah, and I was like, heart knobhead. <laughs> That's exactly what you should always say to an eight-year-old boy. Call them a knobhead. Yeah. They love it. Like, I was like, you lied. Science, schmience. You got soaked. <laughs> did you dig him as well? <laughs> I refrained, I refrained. I didn't want to get your pass taken off me. <laughs> you, want to, you don't want to be in a woo situation. Exactly. But we did get absolutely soaked. So it went all down the poncho. My top was soaked, my shorts were soaked, my hair was soaked. And then I thought, well, it's all right, this will dry off. And it's then good. I got monsooned. 
Yeah, it's been red hot all week. It hasn't rained. I'll be dry in two minutes. Yeah. I was wrong. Oh. Well, it was still a good time. And then at least, because it was it was rainy when I was walking back to the hotel, I wasn't as sad about leaving. And you didn't need a shower when you got back to the hotel yeah. either. Exactly. Exactly. But I, win, think, win. I think with the amount of time you was there for, you was able to spend enough time in the parks... Go on the attractions you wanted to, the amount of times to you know to keep you happy, so it was probably a good amount of time to go. You've yeah. got to be, you've got to be mental to go over for the weekend, haven't you? Yeah, like you're mental. I don't know how yeah, you did that. Craig, early night weekend last time. Craig, Craig is completely mental. I, I can't think of any reason you'd want to do a weekend in Universal. That just sounds like far too much chaos uh you won't see me doing that you can sleep on the plane that's my mantra <laughs> i can't sleep on the plane no i struggle i really struggle to sleep on the plane no i did oh sleep God. a little bit on the way home though because no one sat next to me and james so i made james sit on the end and i just lay across the two seats and tried to sleep <laughs> that was probably the normal size bed for you it was <laughs> it was she didn't have to curl her legs up sized. No. no, exactly. It was a good time, um, but yeah, like going for like usually. I feel, I feel like if you go for two weeks, your first week always seems like forever, and then your second week goes really fast. Yeah, all the time. But going for nine days, it was like the first maybe three or four days felt like forever, and then the last few days just went so so fast. It was crazy. So when I go in September. Saturday will go forever and the Sunday will go dead fast. Yeah, probably. He's right, Rossi. <laughs> Craig, how are you going to cope being out there on your own? Uh, I'm just going to look at the floor and not make eye contact with any Americans, to be fair. Or, or to be honest, any Brits that are over there at the same time. Yeah. I'm just going to power walk everywhere. <laughs> In my Speedo shorts and my Crocs and my £4 as the white T-shirt. That is that is actually how Boniface likes to dress as well. Yeah. Bless his soul. Make you rest in pieces. Mm. <laughs> right. Let's, let's wrap this one up. And then um, on the next episode, I think I'll talk a little bit about um, how I went for lunch with Jason Sorrell. Boom. Because I'm like, I really want Chris to be on the episode. Chris, I used to know somebody called Chris. <laughs> no, I feel like Chris is such stranger danger. I haven't spoken to him for a long time. Is he a writer? Does he have a book? He's an international man of mystery. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I took Chris's book and read it on the plane again. Which so one? I took the Monsters book. Oh, I'm reading that one now. So Dead interesting. Yeah, and I read it on the plane last year, and I read it again on the plane this year because it is really interesting. Just before we sign off, dead quick, did you give badges out? I gave a couple of badges out, and I left a couple of badges around the park, but I, I'm not allowed to say that really okay. because you're not really allowed to take them in. <gasps> I learned. Um, but um. There, there's some. 
does Jason Sorrell have a badge? No. Oh my goodness, Amanda. <laughs> that was the day that I learned that you can't take this. <laughs> <laughs> she got tasered walking into the park and with also, a bike full of badges. <laughs> pretty much. And like one time I put the had James's backpack. So I didn't like carrying stuff around the park usually. So a lot of the time Ash carries like a, a cute little backpack and I'll just put my little bits in it. So James had a backpack and I was putting my stuff in that. But then if me and James would separate, I wouldn't have anything on me except my phone. But he went somewhere once and left me with the bag and I was trying to put it into a locker on Forbidden Journey. And those lockers are a nightmare anyway. But I tried to put my hand into the locker and the pin was sticking out the front of the oh. backpack. It got stuck in my hand and I couldn't oh, get it out. And it was and I couldn't see, and I was like, oh, my God, now I'm going to throw this from the bin. Oh, just nearly fainted. <laughs> it was horrible. I was like, oh, my God, I feel like my finger's going to fall off. Oh, well, if you would like a badge, you can uh, support us on Patreon, and we'll send you out some badges. Yes. But uh, otherwise, tough. Uh, and actually, just one la- another one last thing, um, just because you was reading the book about monsters, is that we are less than, uh, I think, three weeks away now from the opening of the new Mummy film. Oh. That's been under the radar, Annie. Maybe it's poo. Uh, you well, know what? I, I haven't trailers. watched any of the trailers on it because I feel like recently, whenever they've been bringing a new film out, they've been bringing, like, five trailers out. Yep. And I've watched all the trailers and feel like I've seen the whole film. So I really want to watch this. So I've not seen one trailer. I really want to see those fingers. Yeah. My, uh, my wife said that she thinks it looks quite scary compared to the original. Well, not the original, the, the 90s remake. So um, it is it is a more kind of... it's it's I think it's more in keeping with the original Mummy film um, back with the Universal Monsters. And, of course, this is supposed to be the first in a franchise. Um, I hope, therefore, that it does better than King Arthur and uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which are both... They announced that they were going to be like the first of um, a five or six franchise series and both of them are completely bombed. So hopefully this will have a, a bit better luck and we'll actually start seeing some more Universal Monster films. <laughs> well, that was well time. There we go. I, I used to have a cuckoo clock in the old days. Cuckoo, <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo. But this is more gothic. I know, yeah. I am in a castle. <laughs> okay, so we'll. I'm guessing that we'll do Images After Dark later this week, maybe? Maybe, or we're still trying to figure out how to get Dolan's audio off the files he sent us. I think he's going to email them. Yeah, basically, if anyone's listened to this that wants to listen to Disaster Dark, um, Mr. D is, is out there at the moment and he's been recording some audio for us, so we um, might put out like a a mini episode with his sound bites. He's seen, uh, he's seen the, well, he went to see the last wishes. He was out there for that. Um, he was there for the first showing of happily ever after. So he talked about the end of wishes and the start of that. And we've got audio from both of those evenings as well. Um, and, uh, he's done a few other bits for us as well. And then he's going to Pandora next week. So, um, There'll be a disaster up. It'll probably be a, a selection of Mr. D's highlights from his his current trip, 
and normal service will be resumed shortly thereafter. But um, yeah, in between times, you've got a new pop after dark dropping. You've had this to listen to. So, um, you know, don't think we don't treat you because we do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then on the next Universe After Dark, we'll hopefully have some Halloween Horror Nights news too. Yeah. Bring on those yep. announcements. Exactly. But for now, I'm going to go to bed because I'm really sick. Oh. So, thanks for listening to my sick voice. I appreciate it. Get well soon, Amanda. Thanks. Hi, everyone. Tra. Ta ta. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to support Dis After Dark and the other After Dark Network podcasts, please visit our website at www.patreon.com forward slash Dis After Dark. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash Dis After Dark. Thank you. Dark Podcast Network.